The Duff Money Personal Finance Podcast is for beginners who are looking to learn about personal finance and investing. It's about mindset, planning, financial literacy and investing. I wasn't taught about money at school and it is a failing on the school system. After three years of learning about money, I believe that financial literacy is massively important so you can learn how to make money and keep hold of it. If you are interested in learning about money, this is the podcast for you. We will be covering property investing, stocks and shares, crypto and anything else I can think of that will help you avoid relying on that state pension. Podcast 32, what I've done to calm my chimp brain. This week's podcast is about emotional intelligence. When it comes to personal finance and investing, emotional intelligence is massively important. This week's podcast is a little bit deep, a little bit out there, and by the end of it, you're probably going to think I'm a weirdo. But anyway, let's see how it goes. Learn to manage and work with your amygdala, or as Stephen Peters refers to it as the chimp part of your brain. On a side note, the chimp paradox is an excellent book by Stephen Peters and is well worth a read. And if I do refer to my amygdala as my chimp, this is where the reference comes from. From my experience, learning to manage your amygdala will help to calm you down and help with your personal finances and your investments. Disclaimer, this is not advice, this is information only. The amygdala is basically the emotional part of the brain. I won't go too much into it as my understanding of the makeup of the brain is very limited. All I'm saying is to be aware that when you are overwhelmed with emotions, it is your chimp brain kicking in. Like if someone is driving ahead of you far too slowly and you get a bit of road rage, or you let someone through a tight road and they don't even have the manners to wave and that road rage kicks in again. This used to be me, but now I am cool, calm and collected. Well, I try to be anyway. I'm certainly not getting stressed out in a car, let's put it that way. Emotional intelligence. Intuitively, I knew a few years ago I needed to be better at managing my emotions. I was too miserable and too stressed, and it was following me home. I'd be worried about money, it would follow me home, and I'd be moody and sullen about it instead of being open and honest with my wife and putting a little plan in place to sort my act out. If we had an argument, my stress levels would go from one to 10 very quickly and I would finish the argument with my nasty tongue. Hands up, I'm not proud of the way I was when my stress levels were high due to money and work or whatever it was I was worrying about. If I was stressed out at work, I'd take it home with me. My issues tended to revolve around work and money, mainly money to be honest. My chimp brain was kicking in at work as well. I get stressed out over not much at all because I was tired or whatever. And a big part of it was that in the background, subconsciously, I was thinking about my poor personal finances. I knew I had to sort my act out in my early 30s. I even started to meditate to calm myself down but trust me, five to 10 minutes meditation won't do you any good if you are poor with emotional control. 
It lasted a few months, the meditation, and then it stopped. And I felt okay, to be honest. But really, I wasn't. I won't go too deep into it, but I've always had poor emotional control looking back. My amygdala is stronger than my logical side of my brain. And I didn't really understand this until I got into personal development about mid to the end of 2018. Personal development. Getting into personal development, my self-awareness has improved massively. Knowing I had a little issue with my emotions surrounding money, at least I had a starting point. At least I held my hands up and admitted I had an issue that needed sorting. Me and personal development really started in early 2019, so it's been going on about three years as I am sat here talking away on this podcast. Things have improved. Reading books like The Chimp Paradox helps you to learn to manage your amygdala, that emotional part of your brain. I read quite a few books relating to the amygdala and watched some YouTube videos like TEDx Talks, for example. This extra knowledge was the first step in controlling my emotions. I started meditating every day and have done this for three years solid. I won't stop as I feel it benefits my mental health. It helps to reduce anxiety and has many other benefits. When you look into people like Dan Dapani, a monk who is now an entrepreneur, he has videos on YouTube that teach you how to meditate and this has been a big help. A big part of this is prolonged focus and concentration. Learning how to meditate and meditating consistently was the second step in improving my emotional intelligence. Then it is it was putting that knowledge into practice. This was the next step. So I focused on leaving work at work, for example. I'd get home, and if I'd had a bad day, I'd pause before going to my house, and I'd tell myself to make the most of my time with my squad. So I made a conscious effort not to take work home with me, and it worked. Putting my new knowledge into action was the third step, again, in improving my emotional intelligence. At this point, I want to introduce Wim Hof. His methods are not everyone's cup of tea, but they work for me. Cold therapy has been around for centuries, but Wim Hof has made it mainstream. I've been doing it now for a few years and seen many people adopting this approach to self-care. It's good for the heart, the cardiovascular system in general, good for the immune system, good for mental strength and therefore mental health, and has many more benefits. Wim Hof was the fourth step and is well worth looking into, in my opinion. I've tried a lot of methods to calm my amygdala, but I'm going to stick to telling you about the five main methods that have worked for me. Right, the fifth step. I started to reflect each week and each month. How was I doing compared to before? Was I still stressed at work? Was I bringing work home? Blah, blah, blah. Over the last few years, I can honestly say that I've become much better at managing my amygdala and this has improved my life and helped me to become much happier. Reflecting on my progress was the fifth step in improving my emotional intelligence. Overall, the last three years, my emotional intelligence, I would say, has improved massively and this has helped me with my personal finances and investing. What to do? First of all, 
I'm clearly not a health professional. I'm an electrician who is obsessed with personal finances and investing. These five steps are what has worked for me. You can try them or look for other methods that will help you to manage your emotions. All I'm getting at is that if you improve your emotional intelligence, it will help you with your personal finances and it will help you with your investing. You won't get too emotional with your investing. Like I used to be when I was getting stressed about my single shares. I've even done it again this year with crypto. But because I'm a little bit more self-aware, I've managed to have a little word of myself and then get back on track and stop checking on my investments every five minutes and stop getting stressed about them. Again, emotional intelligence is massively important. Look into the likes of David Goggins, Dan Dapani on YouTube, Jay Shetty, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, and maybe Les Brown or Eric Thomas. These are the types of videos on YouTube that have helped me. Another thing that has calmed me down lately is to work on my personal finances. After overspending on our extension that we've had done this year in our home, I needed to calm myself down. I went at least £10,000 over budget. So I've had to go on my overdraft. I've had to stop some of my investments, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But whatever I've had to do, because when I'm spending too much, when I'm going to that overdraft, I do get too emotional. So I've had to re-look at the personal finances. I've had to look at the budget. So a few months ago, I would, my chimp was on fire. So I had to look at that budget, which isn't easy, but it had to be done. Me and Mrs. Duffy have now reduced our spending, like saving on the weekly shopping. I've even stopped the daily Starbucks and I'm having protein shakes instead of protein bars. It's this attention to detail that makes a big difference with personal finances from my experience. And this sorting the personal finances out again has calmed me down. Now back on top of my personal finances, I can go back to focusing on, or I've been able to go back to focusing on investing and working towards financial independence. If you have found some value in this week's podcast, please give me a little review and help me get the podcast out there. If you are interested in personal finance and investing, I can also send you a copy of my first book. This book is ideal for absolute beginners looking to learn about money. The link for my book is in the show notes. And for your free copy, go to duffmoneylimited.co.uk and subscribe to my weekly posts. Thanks for listening to the latest podcast. If you have found value in the Duff Money podcast, please leave an honest review. Your reviews will help me spread the word and to help others who are interested in personal finances and investing. For a bit more of Duff Money, you can visit the Duff Money website at duffmoneylimited.co.uk.